Dear Bernadette Joy is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. Hey guys, it's Bernadette Joy. I'm the founder at Crush Your Money Goals and I am super excited to present to you this next season where I'm going to be answering your questions. Since I started this company in 2016, I have fielded thousands of questions about personal finance and I am here to tell you what you want to know based on my personal experience and having worked with many of you. And all of these questions are not just related to money, but also how it affects our personal life, our family, our careers, and everything that we care about in our daily life. So welcome to season four, Dear Bernadette Joy. Dear Bernadette Joy, should I stop investing and pay off my debt? Here is the honest truth. I totally went against everyone's advice and stopped investing to pay off debt. And yes, I would do that ish over again. Never stop investing for retirement, even if you have debt. If you stop, you will lose time and compound interest. I heard this advice from my father, my rich uncle, my financial advisor, and every mainstream financial expert throughout my entire adult life. But no one was able to answer my follow-up question. How can I invest when I have so much debt that I feel like I can't even afford to live right now? Their response was always, well, you still need to do both. I don't know about y'all, but I can only handle so much. Four years ago, my husband and I had good jobs, a nice home, cars, cash savings, and we did exactly what everyone told us to do. We diligently contributed up to the employer match for our 401ks when our employers offered them. But even though we were doing everything quote unquote right, we were, I'm totally making air quotes right now, we were faced with a harsh reality. We owed way more than we owned. An enormous amount of debt made me feel completely overwhelmed and absolutely stressed. Honestly, I felt hopeless. Investing felt like a very, very low priority. So we made a move that horrified everyone around us. We started doing exactly the opposite of their advice. We paused our retirement investing to pay down debt. Four years later, we managed to pay off all our debt, including the house. And here's the kicker. We are investing more than ever before. AJ and I are on track to surpass our goals and our financial advisor's projections with a joint net worth of $1 million before I turn 40 five years from now. Here is the big picture. I have always struggled with generic financial advice, and I think you know this, because personal finance, as I always say, is so personal. I've learned through talking about money with hundreds of people that no two situations are ever the same. Though I certainly don't prescribe the strategy to everyone, here's why and how pausing investing and paying down debt worked for us. Turning debt from a long-term lifestyle into a short-term problem was awesome. Years ago, I had come to accept that debt was just a way of life. Even my husband said, what's the big deal? Everyone we know has debt. 
But the more I thought about it, the more I couldn't stomach paying off $72,000 in student loans over an entire decade. I was working a day job while growing a side business and wanted to be able to make the side business my full-time job without student loans looming over my head. Instead, I resolved that we would and could pay off our debt in two years. Of course, this came with a big trade-off. In order to meet this aggressive deadline, we made the tough choice of pausing our 401k investing to divert those funds towards our debt. But something interesting happened. Foregoing investing actually motivated me to pay off debt even faster. I didn't want to lose out on what everyone told me I would be missing. My husband and I surpassed even our own expectations, paying off $72,000 in less than one year instead of two. This accomplishment encouraged me to stay debt-free and intent on exhausting all other options before we ever take on debt again. Here's the simple truth I learned by paying off debt. Measure wealth by net worth, not just assets. You can have plenty of money in investments, yet still be broke. I know this because we had six figures worth of cash and investments, but we had even more than that in liabilities. Focusing on our debt forced me to stop creating new debt. I stopped buying depreciating items like cars and clothes. I started paying more attention to my overall net worth, not just money in the bank. Chasing the thrill of closing down accounts, I began to focus on earning more money too and diversifying my income streams. I rented a room in my house. I started charging for previously free advice on resumes. I sold a ton of crap from our garage. AJ and I even became extras for TV and movies, a fun way to make new friends while earning money too. AJ will often joke that he has been on national TV before I ever was. After the student loans were paid, we turned our attention to our mortgage and $57,000 was left on our rental property. Paying this down felt less painful because we were so used to throwing money at the black hole of student loans. Putting money towards extra mortgage payments not only caused debt to go down, but the equity to go up, and therefore our whole net worth to go up too. That felt so much more exciting and made me hungry to find other ways to invest in assets rather than buying more stuff that I just don't need. Hustling to pay off debt gave me confidence to invest in myself more than ever before. Even though I paused my retirement investing, I still felt like I was investing in my future, albeit in a different way. My debt-free journey inspired me to learn different ways to make money beyond just traditional investing. When I paid off my student loans, no longer having to make monthly payments gave me freedom and courage to quit a job at a company that just didn't value me. I turned my side hustle, a local dress rental business, into my full-time job. I also carry the great money managing skills I built from paying off debt to run that business debt-free, which is rare for brick and mortar retail business. Now, I can take more risks and ride out these challenging times. At the beginning of 2020, I started my second business, Crush Your Money Goals. It's a financial education company based on large speaking engagements and workshops, or at least that's what I thought it would be. Cut to three months later, and the pandemic completely derailed all my plans. Still, I managed to keep trucking along with this new business, even with no income and absolutely no guarantee of any success. I could only do this because I didn't have student loans, car payments, credit cards, or a mortgage. 
when we had a ton of debt, it cost us over $5,000 a month just to run our household. But here's what people don't realize. After paying off debt, that number shrunk to less than $1,500 a month to cover basic necessities. I am so grateful we can still make ends meet and haven't had to take any loans out like many people during the pandemic. Many people are continuing to pause investing or even withdrawing from their retirement plans because they have no other option right now, and I totally get it. Because AJ and I took care of that debt before 2020, we are still able to contribute fully into our retirement accounts. Paying off debt and then saving also helped us increase our emergency fund from three months to almost a full year. Because before, $5,000 would be one month's worth of expenses, but now it's more like three months of expenses because our expenses are way lower than before. All told, not having debt gave me the freedom to continue building my business without worrying about bills as much as I used to. Hey guys, it's Bernadette. If you like what you're hearing but want to meet in real life, consider taking my next masterclass or joining my membership at crushyourmoneygoals.com. At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse because online scheduling saves me time. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Here is my favorite part, and I have yet to have a financial advisor go against me on this, which is, let's go back to the argument about losing time and compounding interest. Before debt freedom... We used to invest $6,000 annually, which is about $500 a month into a 401k to make the company match at AJ's job. It was all that we felt we could afford. Here's a confession. We did the absolute no-no, which was we withdrew from our 401k once before we had healthy money habits because it seemed a lower priority to invest in something so far away when at the time we had immediate expenses to face, a situation so many of us are facing right now. Assuming we continued on this path, starting from $0 at a 7% return, that plan would produce $584,726 after 30 years, and that's before taxes and inflation. Even accounting for a full company match every year, which we no longer have, by the way, because AJ switched jobs, that habit would have produced $1,169,453. That seems pretty good, right? But here, consider this alternative. Pretend that AJ and I played out every financial advisor's worst nightmare and stopped investing until we had paid off all $300,000 of debt. This is actually not the case. We started going back into our 401k after we paid off the student loans. But just for argument's sake, let's say that we just stopped investing even while we were paying off our mortgage. But what happened was that when we finished paying off all of that debt after four years, we had a new discipline and total excitement to max out all retirement accounts rather than dutifully putting away the minimum we could afford like we did in the past. Now let's assume the same conditions as before, except now, according to the advisors, 
the horrifying fact that we only have 26 years to compound and not 30. Let's assume the same conditions as before, except now we have the financial advisor's worst nightmare, which is we only have 26 years to compound instead of 30. But now AJ and I are contributing $31,500 a year. That is the 401k that he has with no match and both our IRAs. Invested annually, we would end up with over $2 million, $2,231,867 to be exact. By the way, that is not including the value of our paid off home, a business that replaced my corporate job with several streams of income, and most importantly, my sanity, which AJ will tell you is absolutely priceless. None of that would exist without first becoming debt-free. Hey guys, it's Bernadette. If you like what you're hearing but want to meet in real life, consider taking my next masterclass or joining my membership at crushyourmoneygoals.com. At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care feels like home because video visits bring my provider to me. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your appointment today at orthocarolina.com. Four things that you need to know, though. I totally recognize that we are an extreme case, but I learned things that I hope can be beneficial for you, even if you can't pay off all your debt or pay it off as quickly. The advice to always be investing is well-meaning, but it can often ignore how much debt distracts us from becoming long-term intentional investors. It also normalizes accepting debt as a perpetual part of life, and it doesn't have to be. Even I underestimated how becoming debt-free can build the mental fortitude and discipline to become a better long-term investor, much like running a mile at a time prepares you to run a marathon. I wouldn't know. I hate running, but that's what they tell me. However, before you throw your retirement account to the wind to tackle debt, here are a few crucial pieces of advice based on our experience. One, Only pause investing if you are absolutely committed to paying off debt for a finite period of time. This only worked for us because we paid off debt faster than most people would believe and we stuck it out. If you can't pay off all your debt, try starting out with the most stressful or pressing debt like high interest credit cards. Number two, get organized on your plan before you pause investing. Streamline your accounts, Automate where you can, get on a monthly budget, and build your plan before you stop investing. And again, have a final goal for when you will be debt-free. You don't want to stop investing forever. Number three, approach investing with the same urgency you brought to paying down debt. You won't build wealth paying off debt alone, especially if you revert back to the spending habits that created the debt in the first place. Once you're done paying down debt, continue that habit and apply it towards investing instead. And number four, which is most important to me, make investing meaningful to you. While retirement plans are the right place to start, in my opinion, I became even more motivated to invest when I diversified beyond traditional means to include things like real estate, my small business, my community, and this is going to sound corny, but myself. 
these things excite me way more because they make investing not only about money, but about purpose. After paying off debt, learn all the ways you can invest beyond the traditional advice that are personal and rewarding for you. You don't always have to go invest in things like Tesla and Apple. You can also invest in things that matter to you and are personal. The bottom line is I learned a lot about myself and my priorities personally and financially with an aggressive debt payoff plan, a clear end goal, and optimism to see it through. I'm happy that paying off debt was a short chapter in my life instead of the whole book. If you're struggling to pay off debt and invest at the same time, it's worth re-examining your plan to find an approach that fits your own life story. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dear Bernadette Joy. Now I'm going to ask you for three quick favors. One is to leave a review and let us know what you liked about this episode. Two is to follow on all social media at Bernadette Joy and submit your questions to be featured in a future episode. And three, if you want to actually meet in real life and learn how to crush your money goals, visit my website at crushyourmoneygoals.com.